This is an ABC podcast. On this episode of Simply the Jest, we're hunting for your best garage stories. We're lifting the roller door and dusting off the old bikes to hear your best stories about garages, sheds, or maybe even granny flats. Completely exploded. What? Like the serial killer? Yeah, the serial killer, yeah. No! Did you say you died? Are you back from the dead? What? Are you a ghost? I am back from the dead. At what point did you realise you were (laughs) swimming in the pool of one of the most famous musicians of all time? Like, too late. (laughs) Is this a Ratatouille situation? Oh, here we go. Hello. Hello. Simply the Jest. Australia's best stories. Welcome to Simply the Jess. My name's Michael Hing, and who's that over there? I'm the little skipper, Jess Perkins. Yes, big two to self is right here. Uh, We're missing Lewis Hover today. Uh, Now, Mm. last time he missed the podcast, it was because he, I think, uh, died in a plane crash, I think we said. That's right. Canonically, yes. (laughs) He Um, was dead in a plane crash. Yeah. And very embarrassing that he shat himself while they were going down. (laughs) Isn't it? But um, just we know that he would want us to make sure everybody knew he had shat himself on the way down. No, Lewis is away today, uh, unfortunately. So no Lewis this episode. But but mm. hey, we're fine. It's just you and me, Perko. Yeah, that's uh, we are definitely fine without him. We don't need his guiding hand. Um, <laughs> But Jessica, this is if, if people have not listened to this podcast before, it's a podcast where we uh, just get the very best stories from podcast listeners on a topic. This week's topic is the garage, or I guess we'd accept shed stories as well, stories about sheds yep. or garages. Um, now, were, did you grow up in a garage? No, did you have a garage growing up? <laughs> we didn't when I was, uh, when I was, I was going to say first born. <laughs> When I was little, we didn't. We had we we moved from a house with just a carport to a house with not one but two garages. Oh, holy dooly! Did the Perkins yeah. win the lotto? Yeah, and by lotto I mean some inheritance. Um, oh, I see. No, uh, well, so, uh, silver lining, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of a lotto. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, we we moved when I was like twelve, mm. and uh, the previous owners. Had a boat, so they, there was a second garage, and we oh. were like, "We don't have a boat. What are we going to do with the second garage?" My brother was like, "Can I live in there?" And we're like, "No, there's enough rooms." <laughs> um, so we had my parents. It's my parents' house. They have like a two car garage. One uh-huh. time, my brother got quite bored, uh-huh. um, and he was like mid to late twenties at this point. Okay, and he decided to park three cars <gasps> sideways <laughs> in the two car garage. Wait. So mum's car, uh-huh. his wife's car, my uh-huh. car, all sideways, taking like a at least a 48-point turn per car. How, do, how long did it take to do? A while, yeah. Like I said, he was bored. And then he sort of, like um, like when I was a kid and I would rearrange my bedroom and then when my parents got home from work, I'd be like, guys, come see what I did. He kind of did that with the whole family. He's like, everybody, Just everybody, come cars. look. <laughs> and and it, did he, get, did he goes, finally get the validation from um, his parents that was clearly lacking in the rest of his life? Absolutely not. No, because he's the oldest child and uh, he'll never be enough. Me, though, I put on socks and I get a round of applause. Look at her go. I mean, to be fair, though, that's because sometimes you forget to put on socks and then we're all like, oh, she's forgotten again. And I complain constantly, my feet are cold. Um, Yeah, so then he just sort of like everybody went, oh, wow. And then he just had to undo it. Um, I, well, I've, I've, I've spent a lot of time in the garage. This um, does not surprise me. Well, I, it was often as a kid, there's just, it's just junk in, gar- in, in our garage, you know, mm. just junk. 
And so I was looking, I was always looking through his stuff. There was uh, my, my grandmother who grew up on Thursday Island had a bunch of old stuff from the island that was just in oh. our garage for some reason. Like there was a, um, uh, like the, a, sh- uh, what she called a shield. I don't know if this is like what, I don't know how official this is or whatever. It was a shield made out of a tortoise shell. And it's from like the 1930, like before that, like, I mean, always it was crook, but this is before it was like super bad crook. Yeah. 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 But it was like a, sh- and there's like sort of these armbands you can put your hand through and it's sort of a tortoise shell shield. Um, uh, oh. the, the, we used to, my brother and I, as kids used to like play sword fights with and stuff. And in <laughs> retrospect, I'm like, that thing is probably worth <laughs> like, you know, it needs to be put in a museum probably. Yeah. Um, but that was just from where she grew up on the island. But, um, wow. but I, the most time I've ever spent in the, in, in the garage was when I was, uh, maybe 16, it's in high school. I threw a party and can you believe it, Perko? It was a, it was a hit. It was a I, hit. A that hit is of a, a party. bit of a surprise. No, it really was. It was a wild party for a lot of reasons. Uh, mostly because other people who weren't me turned like gate crashes turned up. Uh, ah. But they were fun. They were really, they were really like they brought a lot of new energy to the party. One of them challenged my friend Josh to see who could play my bass guitar the loudest. This was like eleven <laughs> o'clock. So just two guys. <laughs> who could play it the loudest? Yeah. There's an amp. They're just like turning up. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we also were playing uh, the game Will It Float in the pool, uh, uh, with yeah. just various things from around the house. Um, yep. But the but anyway, it was it was a crazy party. Um, I, I'd lost sort of consciousness a bit throughout the night, evening for, for various reasons. Uh, and people were sort of um, entering. Well, the host goes to sleep. That's when people start to explore the house. You That's know? right. And yep. people were exploring my, uh, my brother's bedroom. And, <laughs> and then they began to, I guess, explore each other in my brother's bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> my brother got home late. He'd been out with some friends. He was He's older than me. He got home at like, you know, midnight or whatever. I don't know, whatever time it was. And um, went into went to go to, to bed. And there were people um, doing some in exploration his, yeah. in his bed. Right. And he like was like, what are you doing? And like, yeah, go, I'm trying to go to bed. And he chased them out of the house and they were sort of covered covering them their, their privates <laughs> like in a movie it was very yeah, fun I, I was i was passed out so i didn't see this but um but uh, i'm told it was quite humorous they <laughs> they ran to my friend matt's car anyway after that my brother came and shook me awake he's like what's going on i'm like oh there's a party he's like there are people in my bed and he got really mad at me and um he's, he's like i don't care where you go but i want you gone tomorrow right so he kicked me out of the house <laughs> he kicked you out um, Hank, so your parent were your parents away yeah i think they had gone to, i think they were at the snow maybe i don't know they, 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 they had been away for like weeks at this point so you're, been holidays. oh right so yeah. your brother's sort of like in charge yeah yeah so the wow. next day i had to leave um but i like i didn't have anywhere to go obviously because i didn't yeah. have i would have gone to my grandmother's house but didn't have mu- enough money for the bus oh. so well, actually, it's a bus to train and then another bus to grandma's. So I just, um, I, I hid at home. <laughs> and so I went into the garage, right? And Chris had to go to uni and stuff. So I slept that night. Oh, sorry, that morning. I just went and hid in the spare car in the garage. <laughs> and like hid. It's such a visceral memory. But... Behind the front seats, so yeah. where, where you put your feet in the back seat, I just kind of lay there and just hid there because I didn't want my brother to find me. And I, <laughs> I lay there until he left, and then I like, and then I like allowed myself to like go into the house and stuff and like get some food. I didn't want to use the toilet though because I was like, because he's a bit of a clean freak, and I was like, he'll know if I use the toilet. So I would, I would go to the shops. <laughs> The Illawong shopping center to use their bathrooms um, instead of just using the one in your own house. Well, because I was there. worried, that, I was worried that he would use, that he would see that I'd used it. He would know that I was there. And he'd get mad. How Obviously, would he know? 
Well, because he'd, he'd know how much paper was on the roll or something. I don't oh, know. Oh my god! He's, I don't know. He's he's a he's a bit of a um he's a bit of a smart freak, and so I thought yeah, maybe. Okay. So I was being very careful to cover my tracks. I was also terrified of him. Also, there's no to be clear. He he was he was never gonna like hurt me or anything. He was just no, mad no, at me. No. And I can't deal with being in trouble, so I ran. He just he was just sort of like stay out of my sight for a little bit. I'm mad at you. Yeah, and you took that. And I took too that too far. I'm, I'm on the lamb. <laughs> <laughs> But what? But also, I because I was there for like two or three days. I what in the car? I was I, I had a you know the bag kind of bags you get fruit in. Yeah, uh, like a like a plastic bag from the supermarket. There's one of but those. They're, the they're a thin, flimsy. Yeah, sort of plastic. I, I pissed in one of those because <laughs> I didn't want to walk to all the way to the shops. Of course, and, and then just for a piss. Yeah, <laughs> and then also I'd forgotten about this. There was a oh man, there was a um like a tin of petrol. That my dad had pretty empty tin of petrol that my dad used for the mower, and I um, started pissing in that as well in the, petro- in the petrol can. Uh, I think there was maybe a drink bottle as well. Anyway, that's what I did for <laughs> for three days until I snuck into the house when he was at uni, called my grandmother, and then she came out to be like, "I'll protect you, Michael, from this from Christopher." And he was like, "What? Is, what? I thought you were, he, was, he was like, you've been in the garage for three days. I thought you were at Garbs's house." <laughs> Grandma comes to mediate, and he has no idea and he's like, that there's what? even yeah. yeah. He was like, "I thought he's just been." He's like, "I thought he was just anyway." So that was that was that's my incredible. that's my garage story, Perko. But I'm starting to maybe see that there could be a little bit of a link of that because that was a pretty big consequence after a party you threw, and mm. now you hate parties. <laughs> Exactly. This is the origin story. No, I can't go to an engagement party. I might have to sleep in the garage. Here's the thing. We can invite... Chris will find out. Sure. We can invite our friends over for dinner if you like. If you want me to spend three days pissing in bags (laughs) in the garage, hum. If that's what you want, Hamira. And your relationship with your brother is good. Actually, pretty good now. Pretty okay, good. Great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're like, I, I think to be clear, and I, I want to be very clear. He, oh, actually, he, it, it was kind of funny because he would have been like twenty-one at the time or something, twenty yeah. or something. He did grab him by the collar and go, "You know what, Michael? It's the disrespect." And that's, <laughs> that's what got me. And he never actually like. And to be clear, he's like a very gentle person. I don't like. He would never. There was there, there was no actual threat of violence or anything like no. that. It was just all in my head. Yeah, um, yeah. And because I hate being in trouble, as you know. Um, anyway. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> it's, it's the, the disrespect. disrespect. <laughs> it's a 21 year old saying that. I don't like, care that you threw a party. Yeah, it's the disrespect. Stay out of the room. Anyway, <laughs> let's get to some. <laughs> Let's get to some stories from podcast listeners. All about garages coming up. You'll hear about a mystery with lots of hair, a neighbor that got busted, and a new employee who really stuffed things up. Anna in the greatest city in the world, Newcastle, is our first caller. Uh, Anna, what is your shed story? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Um, my shed story starts um, when I was living back home with my parents. I was doing my daily afternoon chores, going out to the shed and feeding the dogs. And it wasn't until after I'd finished feeding the dogs that I went to chuck the can in the bin in the shed when I noticed that there was a massive clump of human hair sitting on top of the bin. And yeah, this isn't like just a nice like little trimmings of hair. It was full like Britney Spears mode, like 20 centimetres lengths of nice luscious locks sitting on top of the bin. Yeah, and so my dad had been away um, on a camping trip, so I kind of ruled him out pretty quickly that he hadn't given out any haircuts recently. And I um, gave my brother a quick call and I was like, hey, have you cut any of your mates? hair in our bin recently 
and he had no idea what I was talking about at all. And so I did a little bit of a walk around the shed, couldn't see anything else that was off except for a pair of like old rusty shearers sitting like on the bench near the bin that I'm guessing they used to cut their hair off with. What? Yeah. So it was just mystery hair from someone and you never, did you ever find out whose hair it was? No, no, we didn't. So (gasps) my dad, my dad came home a couple of days later and like he wasn't, as freaked out as I was. And I was like, oh, well, maybe he's like, you know, or something. <laughs> and then a couple of days later, because he, he, I, I couldn't think of anyone that had hair even remotely. Like it was not, it was definitely woman's like long care, like lengths of it in the bin. Oh my and God. Um, my dad noticed that his like favorite gardening, like bunning straw hat had gone missing. Oh. And he's like, oh no, like, did you take my hat? And I was like, no, what if like they came into the shed cut their hair, and then took the hat as well to disguise themselves. Yeah. Somebody on the run. (gasps) Yeah, so that's what I'm going with. But it's, yeah, mystery unsolved. Did you report it to the cops? Were you like, hey, is there a person on the run with long (laughs) hair? Well, I I thought about it and I went down the next day to the station. I was like, hey, this is a really weird story, but there's some random person's hair in the bin at, like, my house. And they were like, oh, was anything missing? And at the time, we hadn't realised that my dad's hat was like, <laughs> Yes, officer, gone. a hat from Bunnings. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and they were like, oh, well, we can't really. Like, there's nothing for us to do. And I was like, oh, so what do I do with the, the hair then? And they're like, oh, just, just chuck it out. Like, it could stay in the bin. Yeah. And it isn't so a crime I, to leave hair on a bin. <laughs> no, no. But, like, the weird thing is, though, that, like, our house, there's, like, fences. So they would have had to come into the yard, open the fences. Like, we have two big dogs as well. Mm. So they've come into the yard with fences down a, like, nice, quiet cul-de-sac, Damn. not a busy street. Oh. So that's why they picked our house to come change the haircut. How? I have no idea. Interesting. Our next story comes from Claire in Canberra. You have a garage story. I do indeed. So a couple of years back, um, I used to live in the States. So a couple of years back, I was chilling in my backyard and I noticed that my neighbor's house had caught on fire. Really strange, just out of nowhere. So we called emergency services. The fireys showed up and nobody was home. So they had to cut into the garage doors. Long story short, the cops showed up and they pulled 200 marijuana plants out of this guy's garage. Wow. What a haul. 200 pot plants. Now... (laughs) Obviously, we don't approve of that at all at no. Triple J. <laughs> very illegal. But you know what's, you know, obviously what the dream of that scenario is, and not the dream, but a funny thing that could happen uh-huh. in that scenario is obviously illegal drug stash catches on fire. Yeah. Cops turn up yeah. to put out the fire, et cetera, et cetera. But obviously, everybody's high. Yeah. You know? and that's, Ooh, you know, maybe a yeah. little bit. Because but... that, it's all wafting. I mean, it's 200 plants. That's getting smoked up, you know? Do you know what happened to oh. the owner of these plants? Oh, well, funny story about that. So they actually showed up to the property while this was going on, (laughs) realised that the cops had showed up, did a burnout in the cul-de-sac and tried to hightail it and run. (laughs) The cops ended up going after them and they had plugged into their navigation that they were trying to go to Mexico to get out of the country so they didn't get caught. Oh, I Yeah, so I, I lived in one of the states where this kind of drug was legal. So it wasn't, oh, okay. the, it wasn't the, the sheer possession of it, but the fact that they were actually using the house 
to deal and they were using the whole house as like a as like a whole pot house. Oh, I see. So it's an unlicensed business. So, this is a, yeah, this yeah, is I a see. full this is a full business center that they were running next door to where I lived. And long story short, like we we'd sit there and go, Oh, why are all these people coming to the house? Like this makes no sense. Like there was people dropping money in the mailbox and stuff and we're like all these random cars. <laughs> this makes no through. sense. <laughs> yeah, we were just sitting there like so innocent going, Well happy dog Jamie in Anna Bay, uh, what is your garage story? Yes, yes, I do, boys. How are we going? Very well. And you, Perko, the boys? Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, boys are good. Yeah, no, Perko's one of the boys. I, I've always thought Perko's one of the boys. Yeah, what's that's what every sh- girl wants to hear. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's your story, Jamie? Uh, well, Getting out the red pen, are we, Perko? <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot of work to do, Jamie. <laughs> well... To put it simply, um, I put a car through a shed. Ooh. <laughs> okay, he's back on top. Okay, he's a, he's I'm listening. Uh, whose car and whose shed? Um, my boss's car Ooh. and through the boss's shed. Oh, <laughs> the double. No. Uh, through the side of the shed or through the garage door? No, nah, straight through the front door. Took out a couple walls. <laughs> um, yeah, no, nah, it, was, it was a big one. All right. So what happened? What, what happened, Jamie? Was this, was this deliberate, by the way? You, was this revenge? <laughs> this is a crime. Well, I'd like to say it was, but so this was back in my first year of my apprenticeship as a carpenter, and um, the car was parked up on a bit of a hill, and obviously the shed was at the bottom of the hill. Um, and I've tried to start it. It was in first gear, stalled, so I took it out of first gear, but because it was an old piece of poo rodeo, of um, it's then just started to roll down the hill. Oh. And I wasn't in the car, so then the door, <laughs> the door like, run me over. Oh, no. Um, oh. And then it just, as as I saw it, it's run me over. I've looked up just to watch this Rodeo go straight through the shed, which was housing a couple thousand dollars worth of scaffold. So. Oh. Oh. Why weren't you, you were changing gears from outside the car? <laughs> well... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought I was going to get a clearer explanation there, but no. <laughs> you know, well, sometimes you well <laughs> the handbrake was on. I just wasn't informed that the handbrake didn't work. So uh, that, you got to say, you got to tell people if the handbrake doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, what was your punishment for running a car through a sh- into a shed? Well, um, apart from the lifetime's worth of um, use a key to unlock a door, not a car, sure. um, <laughs> the boss actually wasn't wasn't actually that mad. He just wanted to make sure it was all lockable because, um, yeah, I've walked over and he was just like, well, is it lockable? And I went, oh, we can make it lockable <laughs> once oh. we fix it. That sounds like a pretty chill boss, I reckon. Feels like that guy yeah, was that happy to get good. a car on insurance or something. <laughs> <laughs> that story from Jamie Perko, I really felt like he turned it round from the start where he um, only referred to the fellas and ignored you completely. <laughs> I think it's become, uh, just to pull the curtain back a little bit, it's become a really fun little in-joke for us, mm. uh, obviously because we can all see each other during uh, Simply the Jest. Mm. So when people do get on and they sort of go, oh, g'day boys, I kind of roll my eyes a bit because <laughs> I'm like, I'm the one you have to impress. I'd be sucking up to Perko. Yeah, what you should be saying is g'day gal. Yeah, hello, Jess, and the rest, and the fe- or something and like the that. And the or whatever. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Who cares about them? Um, <laughs> but so Jamie really, I, I will say, like, Jamie, rocky start, 
But that story about um, driving a car, uh, driving a car into the boss's ga- driving the boss's car into yeah. the boss's garage. Sorry, let me do the game. Um, look, it was a rocky start from Jamie, but I will say the story about him driving his boss's car into his boss's garage and um, doing thousands of dollars worth of damage. Yeah. I mean, as much as we hate being disrespected, we we also. <laughs> We, we love damage to bosses. Oh, man. We love high stakes. And, and he was an apprentice too, wasn't he? So he's like, you know, it, it's, you, you've, you're really trying to, like, keep your job, impress the boss, not damage their car mm. and, and thousands of dollars worth of equipment. But the fact as well that the boss wasn't that bothered by it. When you were an apprentice-ish for a bit, were you? Or were you just, when you were working at the hair, the hair salon? And they <laughs> they wanted... wanted me to, yeah, become an apprentice. Well, yeah, essentially they wanted me to apprentice without actually um, being an, a proper apprentice and getting the actual qualifications and training. And you wanted to, I think, finish year nine, was it? Yes, yeah, yeah. That is, I, I was working there, you know, uh, after school and weekends, so and that was not think, enough. What, what, what do you, did, did you... Um, cause any mishaps? Any? Did you cause any major damage to the hair salon while you were working there? Luckily, no. no. I um, uh, I think the the furthest I got into actually helping in the salon part was uh, like washing somebody's hair. Like every now and then, it wasn't it wasn't too much. I was mostly in like the shop part, um, where they would get a whole bunch of of stock in and they'd wait until I got there to put it on the walls. It was an interesting job, um, but yeah, I wanted to finish year nine. That was my um, my priority at the time, and one that I I, I guess kind of worked out. For I mean, me. and you use year nine, you use all the stuff, and you use all the stuff you learnt year nine every day now. You know, a hundred percent. When we made little robots, uh, I use that every day. Oh, let's get into some more callers coming up. You'll hear about an odd place to get stuck, a stench, and a DIY rave cave. Savannah from Canberra, uh, what is your garage story? Okay, so basically I was babysitting my nephew who was a few months old so my sister could have her first date night out um, and I locked myself in the garage while he was asleep <gasps> upstairs. Oh, <laughs> no. no. Without my phone, without <gasps> anything. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so how did you get out? How long were you stuck in there for? Um, it was definitely a few hours. <gasps> I ended up curling up in a ball on a piece of cardboard on the ground <laughs> and fell asleep um, and woke up to the roller door opening and oh my, my sister God. and her partner just saw me just running out in this daze. They thought I was fully possessed and freaked out. <laughs> um, but luckily he didn't cry or anything, but I did have a hammer ready to go to hammer a hole through the door if I had to. So you could, you could hear the baby on the other side? He didn't cry, thank goodness. Okay, I was, so you, you, were within, you were within earshot? Yes, I oh. think so. Oh. <laughs> I wow. hope he didn't cry. Yeah, he, like, did, he wasn't crying, but also he was 100 metres away, so anything could happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was on the eighth floor. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. um, have you been allowed to babysit since, Savannah? Oh, plenty of times, Oh, yes. okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. I... But, yeah, they just sort of saw the hammer on the doorstep and were like, what's your plan? <laughs> yeah, <fully. laughs> so good. Oh, wow. That's great. <laughs> Nina from Perth, what's your garage story? Hi guys, how's it going? Good. Good, cool. Uh, my garage story goes back a few years to when we were living in a house where our garage was underneath the main house. Ooh. And the ceiling was, it wasn't insulated and it was just exposed electrical wires and wooden beams. Yeah, mm. uh, One day the car pulled into the, fun- the garage and we noticed a funky smell, kind of like a barbecue, but like not like a tasty kind of barbecue, like overcooked and like off. 
kind of barbecue, Ooh. I guess. Oh. Uh, and then a couple a couple days later, um, just it wasn't a very strong smell, and with the air circulation and everything, it just kind of cleared up, and we all collectively forgot about it. And then fast forward about three or four weeks, when Dad's working in the shed one day, uh, me and Mum hear a very loud curse. Uh, I'm not going to say the word from the from the shed. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, so Mum and I uh, rush in to find Dad standing over a very odd-looking, dried-up piece of rodent. Oh. Very, very dead. Uh, turns out Dad had looked up and discovered that a rat had electrocuted itself on a wire, on a wire running along one of the ceiling beams. Oh. Died still touching the exposed wire and had cooked itself to this dried-up husk of rat hair oh. and had sat there until Dad pulled it down. Oh. And he had to get it down by standing on a ladder and scraping it off because it had dried so regularly around the beam. Oh. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I hate it. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jack in Albury, what's your garage story? Hey, lads and lasses, how are we? Very well. Inclusive, thank you. I was having a bit of a um, party last year um, for Halloween, and a few hours before... I had I had these smoke machines and these lasers that I bought, these speakers, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to set it all up, you know, getting real excited. So I was in the garage, absolutely had the smoke machine pumping, just absolutely chockers, couldn't see your hand or any face, <laughs> lasers going, looking sick. I'm having the best time. Party's in a few hours. Little did I know the garage wasn't airtight. So from the outside, it looked like the garage was on fire. Oh. And I heard it car door shut and I was like, oh, you know, I reckon some of the boys might be here. Open the garage door, big bloom of smoke shoots out, lasers, would have looked sick from the outside, <laughs> and then there's 15 people that have gathered in front of my house and two fire trucks. Oh! oh. oh. And you open it, the lasers are going? Like, like, hello, yeah, like, and I had, like, sunnies on, and I'm like, yeah, boys, party started, and nah, just... The fire department, but they thought it was funny. Oh, that's good. I actually wonder how often the fire department is outside a shed going, What do you reckon? Smoke or smoke machine? And then <laughs> well, how often yeah. they just see a guy, maybe called Jack, <laughs> coming out in sunglasses, being like, Let's go, boys! <laughs> These <places look> yeah. Sick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, in that situation where you haven't done anything wrong, because it's not a crime to put lasers in a smoke machine in a garage, that's not a crime. Not in no. my Australia. In, in that situation, no. do you get in trouble or anything, or do you, were you just like, no, it's just lasers, boys? Well, they said we assumed you weren't um, having a, have, listening to loud music while the fire's going on, so we thought it was smoke oh, machine, okay. yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. you know, if you're listening, <laughs> and you know, you're not really dancing around with some flames around you, although... That night, it was straight fire in the garage. Yeah, he's done it. Zad, in the Central Coast, what's your garage story? So my partner and I are a bit of a, a rave lovers, like a techno music scene kind of thing. Hell yeah. And we had made, uh, we have made few attempts to have a little private, small gathering at our place, uh-huh. but um, where, where like some DJ friends came along and they brought some famous DJ friends along and you know how the headliner DJ wants to play at midnight and all that, sure. but you can imagine um, a, a two 17 inch, inch speakers and two subwoofers, we were always shut down on the spot. <laughs> 
on at 12 o'clock like as the famous <laughs> dj friend of friend wanted to play and and it was such a bummer still a good time because we went a few hours in the evening until midnight but we always wanted to hold a uh, all night time and then last one like actually a few weeks ago Ooh. we put the system in the garage <gasps> and oh man it <laughs> went off in a way that after midnight things got picked up and then we have all these famous semi-famous DJs underground and playing and then I got this visual artist rocking up at my door with his whole projector he has this like twenty thousand dollar projector he's doing visual art all over the garage what? and people like losing their mind and then guess what when we turned the music off like we literally we were like okay like everyone's back is broken 5 30 in the morning <laughs> i'm like you know like people were like couldn't dance anymore so and no one rocked up at the out the house and i'm like this idea put You've the done card it. in the garage you've done yeah, it yeah you solved it you solved ah, it Dad. And- <laughs> one of the true great simplest characters of all time i'd say zad honestly it's ri- it's rare that we get, like, I mean, that was a story where uh, everything went quite well. It was quite mm, successful. Yeah. They found a solution to um, their parties getting shut down. Um, so it's rare that it's just, like, a nice story. Nothing terrible happened. Um, I love Zad, I think, more than I've ever loved anything or anyone <laughs> before. Yeah, and it's not just you. Like, if you're listening to this now and you're like, wow, that call was mostly made fun because of Zad's energy. You're oh. not alone. When we um when we were doing this on radio, people were texting in a lot being like, oh, we love Zad. We love Zad. Mm. And a lot of people were, um, I guess, picking up a similarity between Zad's voice and uh, Giorgio from uh, Giorgio by Moroda. Um, oh. The Daft Punk track. Yes. And, and people were texting like, you should remix Zad's voice. So one of our producers... Nicholas Sweet Baby Gerbs <laughs> has been tinkering away in his Boffin lab and he's made something truly beautiful. So I present to you, Perko, Zad by Maroda. So my partner and I are a bit of a, a rave lovers, like a techno music scene kind of thing. We have made few attempts to have a little private, small gathering at our place. We were always shut down on the spot <laughs> And, and it was such a bummer. We always wanted to hold a whole night. And then last one, like a few weeks ago, Ooh. we put the system in the garage. Oh. And, oh man, it <laughs> went off. <laughs> and we got, a, we got a name for it as well. We, we call it now Rave Cave. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I'm honestly, I am honoured to feature on that on that track. Zad by Straight Marota. to number one. It's so good. <laughs> well, Perko, what a way to finish our regular calls, but you know what time it is now. It is time for us to celebrate the one, the only Mr. Pat Boone, not the Pied Piper of Cleveland, as we previously Friend thought. Friend A guy who knows the <laughs> Pied Piper of Cleveland and was a talking head in said film. Perko, it is time for our... 
bonus caller. <laughs> really does need a third voice of that, doesn't it? <laughs> our bonus caller today is from Emily in Melbourne. G'day, Emily. What is your garage story? My neighbour's garage caught on fire. And um, all the men in my mum's family are firefighters, like legit. Oh. Oh. Um, yeah, family business. Um, <laughs> and instead of calling the fire brigade to come and help with this fire, my mum called her father and her brothers. And so in the middle of the summer in the 90s, they've come rushing over to the house with their, in their car wearing, you know, just some short shorts and some gum boots um, and like little terry toweling hats and with the garden hose and just um, attempted to put out the fire with the garden hose. So they didn't um, have a truck like or any of the, the usual fire equipment. They just had a garden hose from your house. Were they successful? Did the fire get put out? Yes, I think the fire did eventually get put out. Um, I don't know if it was the professionals that eventually turned up or if <laughs> it was my grandfather in his short shorts. But, um, yeah, everybody was fine in the end. Um, yeah, it was a real amateur kind of situation for yeah. a couple of very professional men. <laughs> it's funny because obviously they have their, their skill set to to do the job to put the fire out but i think a large part of um you know why firefighters are successful in putting out the fires is the big hose <laughs> i feel like the garden hose just equipment yeah 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 and i'm not saying you know i'm not saying firefighters are just all about the hose right, there's a lot to it of course but um i think i think the hose plays a, an important role so, in getting it out you know quicker thanks That's so much great. for the story emily no worries at all well, Poco, we've heard a lot of great garage stories, including Emily's bonus caller. But it's now time for you to pick whose story is simply just for this week. Who has the nation's greatest garage story? Well, I mean, obviously the greatest garage is uh, Zad's because it's a <laughs> rave cave. And Zad is an incredible character who we've all fallen in love with. Of course. We heard some incredible stories with some high stakes. Jamie driving his boss's car into his boss's shed. Um, uh, mysterious hair. Terrifying, mm. but very interesting. Um, but I think just in terms of uh, of high stakes and also pretty funny uh, reactions, I think it has to go to Claire from Canberra. I think just the fact that the neighbours who had uh, like heaps and heaps of pot plants in their garage rock up to the house, see all the cops there, do a burnout and head for Mexico. I tell it for the border. It's so funny to put just Mexico into the GPS. <laughs> I think that is so funny. Like, they've thought this through so much. It's so, so good. So, yeah, it's going to Claire from Canberra. She is simply the jest for this week. Congratulations to Claire. You win a big red sticker that says, I was the best on Simply the Jest. You also win a golden ham chain keyring, courtesy of Hobber and Incorporated. And if you're listening to this and being like, oh, my goodness, what an incredible podcast I've just listened to. Why not reward us for our wonderful work? Um, you know, we work at the ABC. We don't want your money. What we do want <laughs> Oh, is... we want it, but we oh, can't oh, have we it. We would love <laughs> some money. Oh, I would love some money. Oh, my goodness. We, you know, the, the, we got an email about our Christmas party this year, and it's BYO. Anyway, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Not a time to air that grievance, Michael. <laughs> We would love your money, but because of ABC editorial policies, we're not allowed to take it. So instead, what we'd ask of you is go to your podcast app, whether it's Spotify or the Apple Podcast Store, or um, I don't know, one of those weird ones that, um, I don't know, nerds use, like uh, Overcast. <laughs> Maybe using Overcast like I do. Go to that and rate or recommend it. Write a review of the podcast. Tell us what you love. 
Yeah, minimum five stars is minimum. all that we ask. Um, I, I do want to share one review with you that came through um, earlier this week from Simply the Jest Fan 101. Um, <laughs> the title of the review is Some Inspirational Quotes, and the first one is If you are Jess Perkins stuck in a swing, press six now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we had a whole riff about me constantly being stuck in swings. Ah, she's she's in there again. It she's happened again. Um, I will say though, we're getting towards the end of the year, Perko, and mm. you know at the ABC, nothing's a sure thing. So I'm just saying, if you want our podcast to come back next year, maybe just write a couple of reviews. Maybe open up the podcast app right now and just write a review that says something like, "Hey, Ita Buttrose," or "Hey, Triple J." <laughs> Oh, we like Simple the Jest. We should do it again next year. Oh, that'd yeah. be great. Five stars, obviously. And maybe give Perko and Hing a pay a pay bump. Obviously, you don't have to give Lewis a pay bump. You didn't turn up this week. <laughs> yeah, we, we're here. So yeah. I think we deserve a pay bump. If you'd like to listen to this live, uh, we do it from 4pm on Wednesdays. Our, uh, the Hopper and Hing radio program is 3pm uh, weekdays. And Perky, you do something on the weekends, do you? <laughs> I do. I do weekend arvos. Oh, Been doing it for a while. It's not that hard you? to remember. Well, feel free to listen to any of those, um, <laughs> I guess. I'm not going to stop you from listening to Perko. <laughs> Thank you to everyone who called in with stories this week. As always, if you want to find out what the topics are for next week, follow our Instagram at NotHobberHuntingOfficial. And Perko uh, does a little message, a little story on a Tuesday to let you know what the topics are. You can get in touch. Or if you've just got a good story, just send it to us. Any funny stories, any wacky stories, send it to our Instagram at NotHobberHuntingOfficial. We'd like to thank our producers this week, Lou Hill, Christine Sheridan, and Sweet Baby Gerbs. We'll see you next week. Bye. Lasers would have looked sick from the outside. <laughs> G'day, it's Dr. Carl here. Have you ever wondered things like, can our eyes change colour? Did the Big Bang really happen? And why does cold weather make you wee more often? Well then, the Science with Dr. Carl podcast is for you. Each week, join us for a weekly injection of science, myth-busting, answers, and of course, the magic three words of, I don't know. Science with Dr. Carl. Listen now on the Triple J app.